Hi, Don. Hi, Kath. Oh, we just did opposite day. <laughs> we just switched things up. I was I didn't know what I was doing here. It looked different. Okay, hi. Hi, it's a rainy Saturday. Rainy Saturday. I'm rainy I don't know. And I hate this weekend. I, I don't hate why yeah, why do you hate the weekend? It just it hasn't even finished yet. Well, it's there's nothing it's Mother's oh. Day tomorrow. And you know what's more annoying than being told like um I don't know, Jesus loves you is uh happy mother's day when your child is by choice and your mom was not great you know so um it's uh it's very trying this weekend i actually like don't i know we talk about it every year we've been doing this for three years we've been doing this a long time <laughs> and we have this discussion yeah. but i, I feel like we year. need to have i think that sometimes like with anything we need reminders yeah, I just don't. I just think that sometimes people need to be heard that um, I have a problem with Mother's Day because um, I have children who I adore and everybody knows who my children are. I adore them. I do not make them feel obligated to celebrate me right. <laughs> on one day and Sunday. Celebrate me when you want to. Yeah. And it bothers me if they feel pressured about anything. And we've talked about holidays. Like Sophie's like, mom, what do you want to do for mom? I'm like, nothing. No, we don't have to do anything. You know, you're a new mom. You have a good time. You celebrate your children. You know, like I'm good. And she's like, but I really want to do something for you. And I was just like, I had to stop a minute and kind of remove the past thought process. And she was really, cause she's, she's very good. And she was like, okay, mom, it looks like you're having a problem. <laughs> she's like, it looks like you're having a problem. I was like, okay. I said, I kind of am. And then she asked me, she goes, do you, do you, what is it about Mother's Day? Is it about me and Donovan or is it about you? I was like, it's never about you and Donovan. And I said, she's like, do you have a problem with Mother's Day? And then I looked at her and I was like, no, I just don't want you to feel obligated to spend money, to be stressed out over a day when I know that you both love me so much. Like it's stressful to feel obligated to celebrate somebody if you don't want to. Yeah. Like they want to, but I'm like, don't let's do it on a Tuesday. Cause I'm a fan of Tuesdays. Anybody who listens to podcasts, I love my Tuesdays. Why don't we wait until a Tuesday when it's calm? I'm like, I don't want to yeah. go to a restaurant. No. I don't, I don't keep, I keep some cards. I'm not a card keeper. I'm not a tchotchke keeper. I'm not you know, like home handmade things I love, I keep, but sentimental things, but don't just buy something because you want, because you think you need to. And that's what I have a problem with. And so she was like, okay, she goes, let's, let's move forward. I would like to do something for you because it would make me feel good. And I said, I am open to receiving. So we worked that out. And then I got to talk to her about how Yaya, my, our mother made me feel on mother's day. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. I hated it because if I didn't do something, it automatically equaled that I didn't love her. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. If I don't drive to a bouquet place, if I don't buy you a donut, if I don't do something with you does it on that day, does it really mean I don't love you? 
you know, and in her eyes, meanwhile, we had an open discussion about it and that's the issue. And so I feel that every year, like I'm over it. I'm so over the holiday I, and Father's Day, forget Father's Day. Father's Day is a shit handbag for me because our dad died on Father's Day mm-hmm. and my kid's father's lame. I wish they had stepdad day, you know, then we celebrate stepdad day. We celebrate Donna day. It's so, yeah, it's so arbitrary, but it's the, um, it's the, uh, you know, it's, it's the random person who says happy mother's day. I'm like, why, why me? That's so many assumptions. Well, I think it's, I think it's just the role of them being courteous and trying to be happy. And it's, you know, I think the intention's really good. They need to stop. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. People need to stop assuming that women, all women celebrate Mother's Day because all women do not. And it's, and unfortunately there's a social stigma attached to women who are childless by choice as and some, selfish, right. as um, unfulfilled, as unhappy. When by the way, studies show that married women without children are happier than married women with children. Now, everybody can find their happiness on their own path. And I have so many wonderful women in my life who are mothers, who are great mothers, who should celebrate whatever they want to celebrate whenever they want to celebrate. But, um, you know, somebody once asked me, well, do you want a, do you want an, an unmother's day? And I'm like, I don't need it. I have it's on Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's like happy on birthday. I sit in my quiet house, (laughs) sipping my cocktail whenever I fucking want to. Happy on Mother's Day. And it's not a selfish choice. You know, I chose to not have children at the height of helping you raise your Donovan. You know, you could not have done that by yourself. And so when the implication that I'm selfish by society, I just want to give the big middle finger, like, fuck you. As a matter of fact, I, I, I gave my childbearing years to my sister's children and I happily, there's zero, zero second thoughts, zero regrets. But when people say, oh, you didn't have children or you don't have children. It's like, no, fuck you. Why, why? Well, another thing I just want to, cause we, you can go on an hour about this. I just, I know. I know. Okay. So let's just take a minute. Let's just take a deep breath. <laughs> let's just take a deep breath. Here. It's just this weekend. So, I know. But the one yeah. thing that my no, heart was goes, Lowe's yesterday, it happened yesterday. Okay. 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 Did you look at me? Look at me, Don. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, okay. All right. On the other hand of that, that makes me very sad is that I counsel a lot of women who in their journey would love to have children who can't and it hurts them yes. that's not fair don't yes. you don't know like listen yeah. uh, for many of us who have miscarried or had abortion, yes. it is heart-wrenching yes. heart-wrenching look i get teary-eyed yes. it is a heart-wrenching you know even though i celebrate like i said we celebrate the lives we've created that came into the world um but there there is there are pieces that people don't see and other people, they don't, they don't think outside themselves. 
And it's, and to me, the intention is usually not malicious at all. It's just a naivety. It's just like maybe a little bit of an ignorance thing that happens that everybody has a story and you don't know their story. And assuming that something is happy for one person is some, most of the time not happy for another. And so I'm very mindful during specific, like a mother's day, a cousin's day, even a sister's day can be hard. Like we're good, but we have two other sisters. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's always, there's always a dynamic that has been burned and we have to make sure and be mindful and courteous. How about just say, I hope you have a happy day. Right. I hope you celebrate yourself. I always, I always turn to celebrate yourself Mm -hmm. because then it opens up that I'm not saying your mom, I'm not saying that you have issues. I'm saying celebrate yourself, have a celebratory day. And, and I think that takes, that takes a lot out of the emotional component of aggression that some people may have. (laughs) 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 Because I have to listen to it in the car, you know, and it's, it's a lot. I was like, could you just tell her to celebrate yourself? Could you just please? Because, you know, when somebody says happy mother's day, which is sad that I don't think about my children, I think about my own mother. Mm-hmm. I, it's not happy children's day. Mm-hmm. So I don't think about Sophie. Yeah, I yeah. think about the dynamics of Patty right. and, and, the, and how far we've come, you know, since she's passed that I, there's so much forgiveness and love that has, but therapies needed to happen. <laughs> there have been discussions that need to happen. Yeah. And it's a lot of work and I, and I don't want to go backwards. Mm. You don't want to go backwards in pain. And so what mother's day does is you, you know, even though like we're, I'm well-trained, we're well-trained, you know, we're, we're very communicative. We're very, you know, very aware of emotional regulation. It triggers a little bit and I go, Oh, okay. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a celebratory day. And anybody wants to celebrate, I say, yay. On Mother's Day tomorrow, I have Nico. Nico's sleeping over tonight. So guess what? It's Mimi's Day. It's Mimi Day. It's Happy Mimi. Mimi. Celebratory. You know, I just have learned to stay off social media. Yeah. I just uh, stay off. Yeah. I just don't really look at Facebook or Instagram too much on Mother's Day and just kind of like forget the day. The other part of it is um, uh, my my personal trigger to it is that, you know, up until I was you know, almost 50. I were, I've worked in food service since I was, you know, 16 years old in capacity, whether it's catering, bartending, waiting on tables, you know, running a front of house, whatever it is, you know, I have been privy to so much pressure. Oh my God. Valentine's day, mother's day, those amateur days for people in restaurants, the stress it's just in the it's in the air. It's thick. It's tense. The rolling eyes, the sighing, the um, exhaustion. The you know, it's it's nothing is fun. Nothing is fun about. No, it. you know what's so interesting is I'm a secret keeper. That's my job. You know, I have I have buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets of secrets. And I'm telling you, three out of the no. 300 out of the thousand buckets I have has to do with not positive of mother experiences and <laughs> yes. right. Yes. And so yes. to put that, that pressure and do that, I think, I think it's stat- it causes stress and stress is the number one killer in America. Right. 
So why are we putting stress on our children? Why are we putting stress on the day? Why are we putting stress on, just relax in the day, celebrate your, celebrate the people, if it's your mom, it's great. I love good moms. I love moms. I love everybody, but celebrate on any other day. Just go and, and celebrate random. I do that with you. I do that yeah. with everybody. I, I'll call people, I'll write people letters randomly and say, I celebrate you today. Yeah. I'm thinking about you today. Mm-hmm. And it just takes so much off of it. And there's some people who really love it and they have a great time and I celebrate that. And that is amazing. And that's what we want. But right. we're really talking about like a third of us have, have struggles. And so we just want people to be mindful that not everybody has positive experiences. Some people have had loss and are grieving. Some people have lost their children. You know, some people, you know, you don't, everybody's got a story and I think we have to be more mindful. So I say the safety plan, celebrate yourself today. Have a great day. Okay. That's what I say. All right, let's take a deep breath. (sighs) Shake it off, do a dance. Shake it off, do a dance. Dance. Well, it's a perfect um, uh, segue into your new project. Speaking of stress. Oh. Which is Dymphna Square off the ground. Very nice. You and Josh. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Doing a great job. Thank you. That's coming from the boss. Yeah. I personally love a project where I'm not, I'm just an observer. I don't have to make it. Right. We just asked like a big sister, Hey, Don, can you help us? We just have to, you know, we don't know how to, that's what we were like. Happy to make the marketing (laughs) materials, of course, promote it, but I'm so happy. I don't have to plan. I don't have to look at my calendar. I don't have to get. No, we're doing it. Josh and I are like a dynamic duo. Yeah. We talked about in the last podcast, it is going off back on wood fantastically. I'm so proud of him. And, and I'm so proud of both of us because we didn't know what it was going to look like. And we're just, we're just flowing. We're being authentic. Um, So tell people what it is if they haven't heard the last episode. Okay, so Josh, Josh, our, our king of wands, um, and I are really into Saint Dymphna, uh, who's the patron saint of mental disorders and emotions. Um, and she is just, she's really pivotal in my life and also in Josh's life has helped him quite a bit, that energy. And so he had the idea of doing a novena. A novena is a nine day prayer, but it's, it's in Catholicism. It's like, a very strict nine day, you know, prayer into the saint. And then you do it uh, usually before the saint's feast day. So the feast of no, of Dymphna is May 15th. So we decided on May 7th, we're going to start the nine day uh, novena, but we were going to do it universal style. Like we were going to, we rewrote the prayer. So it's not, it, it's, it's definitely spiritual, but it's not like holier than thou type feeling, which sometimes you get with prayers that can be very complicated and they're not updated. There was some vocabulary. I'm like, I'm like, Josh, what does this mean? <laughs> like, what does um, piety mean? Like, what is, like, what is, what are some of the words? What am I, what am I praying for? It didn't make sense for what we were going through in our community and, you know, in the United States, in the world. And so we took uh, the nine most um, affected ailments that we could think of, because both of us work in the mental health field. So we're very familiar with the damage and the impact that these ailments have. So we chose stress, anxiety, depression, 
nervous disorders, even to sexual assault, um, PTSD, anger. Um, we can, you know, and so each day we're, we're focusing on one ailment with a video of a prayer, um, a safety plan. Um, yesterday I did, um, chanting was really helpful for, um, for stress and how to breathe, which is, which is the great one. And then Joshua just did one for anxiety because he, he can relate to it. And he gave us some meditations to do some chakra balancing links to go on and how he, how he calms his overactive energy when he's feeling anxious. And so tonight I'm doing, it's my turn to do depression. So mm. tomorrow I'll, I'll focus on depression, which I have, we have it in our family. And so I'm happy to talk about, you know, how it affects our energy, why it does and some, and some safety plans on that. And so it's great because it, it's putting it out in the open and it's saying you're not alone because we've been afflicted by it ourselves. Yeah. So if Josh, Josh says he has anxiety, I say, listen, I've had stress where I had a stroke because of stress. So I feel I'm an expert in that field because it personally affected my entire life. And so I'm really looking forward to the rest of the nine days. I absolutely love the group that decided to join. We have about yeah. 35 people I know, it's great. on Facebook who were all in it together and they're, and they're doing crafts for Dymphna. They're sharing their stories. They're doing these great things. I'm getting messages about how the focus and they're grateful. It's really, it's really been phenomenal. I'm proud of us. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, expect to be asked to be the keynote speaker for the anger session. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to write you an email, dear Donna, I would like you to talk about how you feel about because mother's day for and, <laughs> and stupid people. <laughs> how do you Fucking feel about stupid? <laughs> do you want to express yourself about anger? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some really great stuff. So I'm really enjoying it because I'm able to make um, people dymphna boxes where we have um, some coins from the church and some, some uh, what do you call them, pendants that were touched by the relic. So that's really cool. Like you get secondhand blessing from it. It's just really a great, great gateway, I think, for more to come. I think, I think this is going to- resource, I really do. I have to yeah. say that um, in general, uh this past year i've kind of my social media interactions have um devolved into really just participating in a few key groups oh yeah and um the facebook groups um you know i'm obsessed with supernatural on the oculus if anybody <laughs> out there you want to follow me and Kristen and addie we um although the days that i garden i I have to say I transplanted 10 humongous hostas, split them, and my arms have hurt, been hurting me for four days. So um, <laughs> I wasn't able to do the Oculus uh, workout, but it's a great cardio workout. Anyway, the Facebook group for the Supernatural community is amazing, positive, yeah. encouraging, sharing tips. It's just like watching people's success stories. And I love that it's... um. It's, it's really for people of all ages, but there's really a lot of support for people, um, especially people like me who've been fat and skinny and fat and skinny. Although like a gym workout person throughout, um, 
there's a lot of people who are like me and it's been really encouraging and nice. I have lost seven pounds, even though it doesn't look it, but it's good, it. but I've been able to, um, uh, my resting heart rate has gone down f- almost five points. That's amazing. Which is like, That's amazing. it's crazy. Anyway, so that Facebook group and then um, becoming a copywriter, I'm, I belong to two groups about that. And it has been so helpful. And then um, our, uh, your mentee, Sage Emily created a master yeah. program that we joined. Shout out to Emily. Emily, proud men- I'm a proud mentor. I'm yeah, a proud so mentor we, who mentioned six weeks with her online and it's um I I think she's really helped keep us accountable to our plans our business plans we have a lot of plans and when she does it in June I think we should have her on the podcast to talk about it because oh um, yeah you know she was able to bridge alchemy and business together in a really great way not too woo-woo, not too straight. It was really nice bridge in, in the middle. And I got a lot out of it. I got, so, I, I grew balls. Where, I grew balls where I didn't have balls. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. I am good. It's I can talk in front of 10,000 people and not, my heart rate would stay the same. I, it's my comfort zone to talk. But if I'm talking about energy ghosts and, and, <laughs> and spirit, <laughs> Ask me to do an elevator pitch for 30 seconds and I feel like I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Just ask me. I asked Donna, I don't plan my workshops. It just happens. I don't, I never write yeah. every, yes, I know it drives her crazy, but that's how I've been successful is I feel the room. You can't do that in business, man. You gotta have facts. <laughs> Stroke brain don't like that. Stroke brain don't like that. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I can't process this. But then she's helped me like with practicing. And I actually, she actually encouraged me to reach out to other people, which I would never have done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, she has changed, she has changed my processing so much. And I love that. And you know what else I love? It is the prime example of how a mentor and mentee relationship should work. Take the strengths of, of any relationship you have. I mentored her for spirituality. It's okay. Wait, wait, for spirituality and encouragement and empowerment and all that stuff that I do. Well, she met, she was my mentor for business and alchemy and empowerment. So just because I was her mentor, doesn't mean she couldn't mentor me. Right. That is the healthiest dynamic that we are never, we are never masters at anything. And if we go around thinking we are, that's everything that we were talking about with the Moralchemist, that you, you know, there's always room to grow and you have to be willing to learn. And so I love Emily for that. Yeah, that for is, sure. that is perfect flow right there. Right. And so, um, you I know, just had to say that out loud. Like, I love that. Right. So the Facebook group of Dimpness Square, even if you're not somebody who goes on Facebook all the time, you can really just check in with that group. Like, that's what I yeah. do with my group. Sometimes I don't scroll Right. just go right to what's happening in my groups. And it's really been a great source of community during this yeah. time of isolation and not community, although we're fully vaccinated. So we're getting back out there. Woo-hoo. Yes. It felt good. We got to see um, some relatives this week. Yes, we did. I uh, met, uh, well, actually we have new cousins. We have baby cousins that, came, that are coming into the world. And I found another spirit baby of mine, a neck of kin. <laughs> little Matt. 
Um, and oh boy, is he delicious. And we were just like two peas in a pod. He's only like, what, two years old, two yeah. and, and a half. Mm-hmm. And we just clicked like butter, that smile. No, oh, he just I, turned to. It's just, oh, yeah, he's, amazing. He's adorable, totally. Adorable. I'm like, oh my God, we're, you know, kindred spirits. Our Uncle James, very cute. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle James and Aunt Barbara have become sisters or in listeners. Ooh, hi, guys. And, uh, Uncle James texted me and asked me if it was live. <laughs> Call in right now, Uncle James. I'm like, Serious Radio has not hired us yet, but when they do, you're going to be our first caller. <laughs> and they'll say, what the hell are you doing? Why are you talking about this nonsense? <laughs> exactly it's so good so good it was so good to get out there it was really great really great um what i um, i made notes every you know when we talked throughout the week um i write down things on little pieces of paper of like oh that's a good subject for the podcast and i have the note don't read the silence what were we talking about oh you know we were talking, I was, somebody didn't call you. I think you were waiting for somebody to call you and you were creating scenarios in your head. Like that person's not going to call me. I'm not going to get it. It was something about a job. And I said, don't read the silence. Yeah. You are not the master of telepathic genius. You're, you're not, that's not your, that's not your role. That's not I my know. role. I know. And so what we do is we pretend that we know what other people are thinking and it's dangerous because you make assumptions and that's what creates anxiety. Why hasn't my boyfriend called me in five days? Why hasn't my girl, why, why is it, why is that person not talking? And it has nothing to do with you. Most of the time, I would say nine out of 10 times has nothing to do with you. Has to do with some, something is happening with that person. They just need time. I remember telling you that about a job. I said, you're like, this person isn't going to call, like, hasn't called me in like months. And I was like, oh, that, and I can read. And I said, that person's going through trauma. They're going to call you within the next couple of weeks. And did they call you in the next couple of weeks? He did. And did it have anything to do with you? No, no, don't (laughs) read the fucking silence. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good advice. It's great advice. And that goes, um, that, that makes me think about, so last Saturday you came over and we um, watched the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, it was fun. It was kind of, it was fun. It was fun. Um, you know, the conversation about the ethics <laughs> about horse racing, let's just put that aside, everybody. Yeah, yes. Like, yeah. Put it aside. Um, although I had a really great conversation with a new woman who's a she's an equine person and I asked her about her opinion about horse racing and her opinion was it's just like any other industry there's you know good people bad people corrupt and but when the horses are treated right they love to run and it's like they love it but that being said I'm not defending it but I do enjoy it judge me whatever but anyway so we're watching the Kentucky Derby and I was like Kath let's let's read the list of all the horses and pick a horse and so if those of you who watched it you may have heard the horse's name soup and sandwich soup and sandwich so So Don is like soup and sandwich soup and sandwich so dumb that is the dumbest name soup and sandwich and it was like uh you know owned by an heir of Campbell's soup so then it wasn't stupid that's funny 
I guess. I feel that's like that's really cheeky. You first of all, it the... wasn't that stupid because you rooted for soup and sandwich. Because it was dumb. Because it was ridiculous. My horse came in third. I'm just saying. Yeah, you picked. I know something, Charlie. Something fast, Charlie. No, I can't. I don't think that was the name. Something, something fast, Charlie. Charlie goes fast. That was the name. You're so Charlie funny. runs. But I was like, if if the sisters had a horse, it would be <laughs> bananas and sauerkrauts. <laughs> Mine would be called dark arrows. <laughs> And then I, I wrote down some. What did you write down? I wrote down, um, lazy eye and bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be lazy eye and witch. Maybe lazy eye and witch. Lazy eye eye and the devil. (laughs) And the cross-eyed devil. Cross-eyed devil. The cross-eyed devil. Cross-eyed devil. Um, I had Merlin balls. <laughs> Kill the fairies. Kill all fairies. <laughs> dumbass. And this is my fa- dumbass. And this dumbass. is my favorite. You ready? I'm ready. Um, it's not about you. <laughs> That's class. That's it. Not about That's you. The name of my horse. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. And then, and then we followed up with like the name of one of our of our books is uh, good for you. <laughs> I don't remember how we got on the subject of good for I you. I don't remember good for you because it wasn't really. I think it was sarcastically like good for Italian. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. What do you do? I don't like how you. our Italian relatives are like. Oh, you're not getting married. Good for Good you. For you. <laughs> you don't want to be a mother? Good, Good for, for you. you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. The big spit on. That's what it's called. Getting spit on by your relatives. You didn't get your... a malaise? Good for you. Good for you. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep Dumb it going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's hysterical. I think that was the best one. That was the best one. You had the best one. I vote you. for that one. Not about you. It's not about you. <laughs> I say that all the time. I do even, too. Even this is what we were just starting our Zoom conversation. I'm like, I had a really busy day. I was like, well, I had a busy day too. I'm like, it's not about you. I'm talking about my life. One of my favorite, it's not about you, was um, me and dad were at a casino. How many stories? start with me and dad were at a casino <laughs> in my life i can do a whole one woman show about i'm sure we're at a casino once <laughs> and it was one of the first times that uh mom and dad used to go all the time they played slots and then when i started playing i was like slots are kind of boring i have no luck i want to know why people play tables with chips so this is like in 1980 yeah I don't know, 1991 i think the beginning of the mastery is the born <laughs> the beginning of the mastery and honestly kathy my whole life whenever i want to learn something or embark on something i always think 
I'm probably smarter than half these fucking people here. How do they yeah. figure it out? I can figure it out too. Right. And knowing what I'm bad at is half of being smart, right? Amen. So I'm like, so I found, you know, and when you're 21 and cute or 22 and cute, it's very easy to find a sucker who's going to spend time and teach you shit. So I found an older guy and I was like, I want to learn. He was like, oh, sit down. <laughs> Wait, I just want to say I'm young. I was very young and cute, but I don't think anybody had the patience to teach me. It would take too long. You're cute, but I'm not getting I anything out you. of it. They would teach yes. me. I would teach you. That's it. And so I, the first game you learn as a beginner gambler is roulette, which you shouldn't play a lot because the house. Yes, it's not. It's but like there have been many times, Kathy, where you and I have $10 left and we're like, all right, we got to get home. We have no gas. <laughs> And Do you remember, remember Aunt Catherine? I was winning. I didn't know what I was doing. I was playing with mom and Aunt Catherine. We have an Aunt Catherine who I was named after. She stood behind me and I didn't know what I was doing. And I was putting like $2 on these numbers and I was hitting every time. So I started out with $40 and every time I got a $25 chip, all of it, all I could feel is Aunt Catherine's arm over my shoulder, grabbing my money. Yeah. And she wouldn't let me spend the money. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is a good time. And, my, and all I hear is my mom going, holy shit, Catherine, get her money, get her money. Yeah. I had seven, I won $700 <laughs> and dad was like, Jesus Christ. Right. So the it's first so time I did really well. And like that, it wasn't $700, but I think it was a couple of hundred bucks. And then that's mom, a lot. Then mom brought me over to the blackjack table, which we yeah. all know Donna cannot add fast. It's like, yeah. especially with eights. Like, yeah, I have, like, you would think <laughs> I had a stroke and I have like, something <laughs> missing. <laughs> but I it's embarrassing when I use my fingers. Totally. Wait, hold on. Fingers. I go eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Hit, but yeah. mom had me sit next to her and she would just like hit my uh, thigh and yeah. pinch me she would pinch me to <laughs> split she was like right. when I pinch you you split you say <laughs> split I'm like okay and so anyway I ended up making like $500 wow dad wasn't around so I see him and I was like dad look at all the chips I you know I won and he was like oh my god and then some nosy lady like was walking by we were near the cashier cage yeah yeah <laughs> some nosy lady you know how when people say oh my god you won a lot of people yeah. stop and congratulate yeah. you right whatever <laughs> so this lady stopped and dad goes it's not about you <laughs> <laughs> lady kind of jumped back and was like all right jesus like okay whatever you know and she was like one of those new jersey yeah shiny you know <laughs> loud purse too much perfume oh it's fantastic love it's fantastic love i love her. that my ghost love it christmas future love, oh, like, let's, love not, it. let's not be mistaken <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know thyself. Yeah, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not about that. Is funny. I can see him doing that too. I just put him in my post last yesterday when he used to tell me he's like, if somebody doesn't support you to take care of yourself, tell them to go shit in their hat. <laughs> shit in their hat. Take a shit in your hat <laughs> and pull it tight. He'd like do that, like tell him to pull it tight. <laughs> he's so funny. Charming. That guy. Charming. 
so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we don't saint him because he's dead. <laughs> we don't, we don't sanctify him. We don't sanctify him. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. He is funny. He is a funny guy. Oh, oh my gosh. Good. My stomach hurts. That was really funny. My stomach hurts too. Um, oh, speaking of stomach hurting from laughing, you're a dumbass. And oh my God. Wait, I am a dumbass. I just wrote down the wrong thing. Okay. So so this is this is the thing. The thing is, is like, I really want to be successful. <laughs> Even saying it out loud, <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> I get in my way. I just get in my way. Mm. And so, as you know, I've been working on like my artwork because I am a DJ now. I'm recording artists. <laughs> My fans in Australia love me, the five of them. They communicate with me. Uh, they have a fan club. It's just five. Uh, so they're all in office. They're great. And they love DJ Hammerjite. So I'm very proud that I love, I'm learning that I am an artist. And so I, in 2019, I started doing artwork. Uh, I've always done artwork, but like I decided to like really embark on some artwork and it ended up being like a channeling project where a lot of the artwork became like I was channeling something and I was doing these, these artwork, this artwork, like within minutes, like I'd be done. And they they were phenomenal. They really are phenomenal. And so after I was done, I ended up having like 62 or 63, um, you know, prints or, or artwork pieces. And I said, I think this is a deck. I said, oh, I think I just made a deck. And so it's taken a long, it's a long process to do it. And it can be very expensive too. So finally, after two years, I got them all together and I, I went online and I had Sophia's help and Chris tried to help me, you know, and it was like, it costs so much money to get them manufactured the way the Oracle decks are like the glossy box and you get the prints. I think it cost me like $70 that includes shipping and everything to make one deck. It was just really ridiculous. There's no way I'm going to charge that much for you know, I don't know how this deck is going to work. You know, I'm just, it's just my artwork. And so after doing a couple of prototypes, I decided, you know what? I was like, this is not me. This is not the way I want to go. So I wanted to go more authentic and more organic. So I wanted to go to a local printer and support local business. I love local business, you know? So I found a local printer and they were phenomenal and they loved my artwork and they were so encouraging. They're like, this is great. We do a lot of stuff like this, but this is really great. And the process, I got to be part of the process. And I finally, after like a month and a half, we get them printed, they look great. Okay, so they don't look like that manufactured, like like Doreen Virtue box you're gonna get, but I'm not Doreen Virtue. Um, I'm Kathy Caminero. And so, I got them printed and I said, you know what, I'm gonna make the boxes and the boxes that we ordered were crappy. And so I said, you know what, let me make this my own authentic self and put my artwork on it. So I got boxes from Michael's and my friend, uh, Susan was like helping me out and how to how like what would be helpful cause I don't know how to paint wood. And so I learned how to do all that. And she said, now you have to go, you have to go and get these drawstring bags and you know, go get strawberry bags to put the cards into to put it in the box. So she wrote me a list. She writes me a list of the materials I need. I go into Joanne Fabrics. 
I walk into the door and I don't know what I'm looking for. So the lady obviously looks at me because I'm confused. And I said, I look at the list and I said, um, excuse me, I need 30 Muslim bags. <laughs> And I go, Muslim bags. I need 30 Muslim bags, right? And she looks at me and she has her eyes crossed down, eyebrows down. She goes, Muslim bags? And I went, Muslim. I walked out the door. Oh my God, you're such a dipshit. <gasps> so they didn't have Muslim bags. And so I went online and got some muslin bags. <laughs> <laughs> They're lovely. That's my story. That's good. That the, yeah, that's a good one. What's the name of your deck? What's it? Oh, it's called uh, Healing Through Reflection. Um, I am uh, happy, but kind of sad to say that I only have uh, a few decks left. For so printing for this, for this printing, I don't know if I'm going to print. I'm making another deck. So I might make it a first edition and then, and then do another batch, uh, maybe later, later, maybe in six months or so. But um, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's, it was really fun to do. Every box was painted individually. So whoever bought them, I intuitively painted them the way I thought they would like them, picked out a card. I used the deck that I paid a lot of money for and used it for like the picture in the picture frame of the box. It's pretty cool how it worked out. Oh, that's and cool. so. Yeah, so I've just been, you know, using the materials and I really love the process. And that's a great thing to talk about is that I wasn't thinking about outcome. I was thinking about the process and connecting with everybody. And that's why I didn't do mass production because I want to be involved in everybody's energy. And so I really, it really has been very successful. I've had a great time doing it. So I'm definitely going to take a little break and finish my, um, I'm doing a happy deck uh, for bananas. I'm doing a banana deck. Uh -huh. This one's deep. This healing through reflection is a very deep, very in your face kind of deck. Like you ask a question, it's going to give you the answer. It's like not messing around. There's no second guessing and then thinking you're going to pull another card. They're like, no, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's like in your face. So I think I want to do something a little lighter too. Mm -hmm. With happy flowers or something. I'm already Donna, bored. I it. I'm just like, my eyes are glazed over. Well, I wasn't going to make a sauerkraut one because it's kind of deathy. So I just think it's kind of <laughs> deathy. Deathy. I'll make a deathy card. It's like ah, a lot of ah. The anger card. The anger card. Ah. A lot of teeth. <laughs> I'll just have a lot of teeth. The good for you card. It's not about you card. It's not about you. It's not about you. That's all I need. I just need one card in my deck. <laughs> so then I just pull it out. Like, what is this? Oh, it's not about you. No, Donna I has a second reading. card. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> so these are the cards that Kathy gets. Stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about you. That's my thing. It's not about you. But I yours is definitely stop talking. Telling people to stop talking is, is definitely a default of mine. Like, you do that. Like you, and I, and I just tell people, just stop talking. Just stop. stop. Talk, just stop, stop it. Yes. Yeah, it's talking. scary. When you say that your eyes turn black <laughs> and those fangs come out mm -hmm. and you do get, yeah. I've, um, the, the, there was one time at UPAC when, um, I got serious with, um, a, a patron. So the foreigner fucking foreigner, which is, was booked. Now I have to say, 
The band foreigner. The band foreigner was. Yes, because it sounded like you were like, I was like <laughs> no, we love all no, people. We're not. We're not at the wall. No. No. The band foreigners booked, and I have to say, the guys who are, the one guy who is still the original dude in foreigner, not my favorite group, but you know, everybody goes to a county fair and you go on the Himalaya and you hear foreigner songs. I love it. I love it. And, it's my favorite. Dokken, yeah. bring it on. Lover yeah. boy, bring it on. Bring it fucking <laughs> on. I love boy. it. <laughs> and um anyway really nice all day like they really they're a nice group although most of them are all like musicians in their 30s and they're not really the band it's kind of a cover band at this point but it doesn't matter um they they actually like wanted to eat with everybody and so it was kind of a very relaxing um atmosphere all day and they brought that energy on stage very relaxed and they really wanted people to party like they're like we have fun music people it's nostalgic we want people to connect with us we're not pretending to be something other than we're not they were like that backstage they were like that during sound check they were like that approachable and so when they came on stage the people who were looking forward to the show they immediately get on their feet the majority of the audience are people of a certain age <laughs> meaning mine or a little bit older than me right it's so, older man I mean, this is like, I was in my, I was like 45 when it happened, but so people were 55. So about 10 years older than us now, me now. Anyway, so um, the, the first 10 rows are more expensive than the rest of the house. It's called the golden circle. And the dude in the 11th row, no, the dude in the 10th row, sorry. He, he paid for golden circle on the aisle, whatever. No, he wasn't on the aisle, so it was mid, but it doesn't matter. Oh, my God, the story's getting so long. Beautiful seats, but it's relevant because the people in front of him stood up and they stayed standing up because it was a concert. And he got pissed off. He did not want to he did not want to stand up for the whole time at the concert. Okay, Boomer, he's trying to tell people around him, sit down and he's getting angry and he's getting angrier. And then he comes out and complains. And I'm like, it is a concert and I can move you. I have, I have a seat front row balcony. You will be seated. You will be seated and you will see really beautifully. I paid a lot of money for the seats that I want. And I can't see because the people are standing up in front of me. And I said, in reality, sir, how do you expect to tell everybody you know hundreds of people we have to sit down because you don't want to stand up it's a concert and this is a regular fight with people so anyway I gave him the option and he was like he was very frustrated with me because I'm like because I didn't want to go inside and tell people to sit down but I gave him options to sit other places where he would not have an obstructed view it would be just as good right problem solving didn't matter you know, big man wanted his way. So he went back inside. The next thing I know, um, he's back out and there's an usher with him and there's heated discussions. And then a woman comes is like trailing behind. I can see this like, okay, what the fuck now? And he's comes right to my face. You're not doing anything about this. You, I want to talk to the manager. I'm like, I am the manager. And at this time, my my cohort comes 
next to me. And a guy that age, when he says he wants to talk to the manager, it means he wants to talk to the next man in charge, yeah. which already sets me off. And then I find out he's yelling at me the same things. It's, it's a broken record. And then the usher tells me, um, he put, the usher knows me very well. And in my ear, while the guy's yelling in one ear, my usher tells me he put his hands on the woman in front of him. <gasps> oh my God. And what he did was he took his hands and he put them on her shoulder and <gasps> a little bit of force to tell her to fucking sit down. Oh my God. And then he's talking and I said, stop talking to him just stop talking. And he wouldn't stop talking. And I said, you lost every ounce of any power you had in this conversation. You put your hands on someone else. Stop talking. And Ooh. that's when Isla was like, you put your hands on somebody else. And Isla's like little Jewish mom. Like, yeah, she's you know, like, she will mess you up in a heartbeat. She, She'll come she, up from she raised so three very strong, ama amazing boys. She's afraid of nobody. And so I just kept saying, I just said, stop talking. And he looked at my face and he shut the hell up because he knew uh, by the grace yeah. of my decision, he was staying or going. And can you believe that fucking guy? Like, can you imagine? So the woman came out and she was ready to be defensive. And I was like, you don't, you don't have to say a word. I'm deciding if he stays or not. And she was like, so relieved. Because yeah. how many women get jostled and pushed and poked right. and yelled at and it's always their fault or, you know, the default is always to the, you know. We have a visitor. We have a visitor. visitor. It's Donovan. Donovan. Hey, Donovan. Hey. What's going so on? You want to say? That was my very powerful, let's, you know, stop talking. Okay. So, so Donovan, we're recording right now. You want to say hi? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Say, say hi. hi. People. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Donovan. You're Hi, home Donovan. for the weekend. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go buy sneakers, right? Yeah. All right. I'm really excited. Are you okay? Do you need a nap? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm going to be done in a couple minutes. All right. Yeah. Okay. What kind all of right. sneakers? What kind of sneakers are you guys getting? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're probably going to go to our when you see them. We're going to be like, that's it, right? Speak yeah. to you. Yeah. Donovan's feet are getting bigger. He's getting taller. So we're, we're on a mission. What size, what size sneakers are you now? I 13. Woo! Oh my gosh. 13 doing it. That's because okay. you're so tall. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and also I'm graduating in a year and a half. Ooh, everybody's graduating in a year and a half. We're going to have That's such amazing. a party. We are going to have be, a It's going to be crazy. I bought a barbecue. Did you see the barbecue? Okay. Yeah, I bought a barbecue, everybody. Barbecue. Right, mom was a year and a half. Year and a half, yep. I'm going to be finished in two minutes, okay? Can, all right? Go yeah, get ready. Do you want to wear sweatpants? Okay, it's yeah, raining. All right, go get changed, and then we're going to go <laughs> sneaker shopping. All right, thanks, bud. Exciting. Yeah. Everybody got to meet Donovan. Aw. <sighs> Special guest. It was like a, what do you call that? What do you call it when a special guest special comes guest in? appearance. That's it. We got a special guest appearance. All that made me happy. He was yeah. like, all right, I'll talk. I'm going to talk about it. Look, it's Mother's Day. That was your Mother's that Day. Was, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that on a Saturday, that's what I'm talking about. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah. All right, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm yeah, going to go take care totally of D-Man. wrap this up. And um, yeah, it's not about you. That's what I'm going to call the episode. You're going to call the episode not about you? Not about I was, you. I'm going to call it Stop Talking. 
<laughs> it was nice to check in. I'm trying to coordinate um, uh, uh, up, uh, upcoming episodes soon. Speaking of channeling, uh, a woman who you've never really met, Kathy, maybe you met her casually, but she used to live in the area and now she lives in Canada and she has a, a pretty big following. She's also a channeler, a light worker, just Ooh. like you. She's actually your peer, only you guys have never met. So we're actually going to have a very serious conversation about channeling in the near future. Oh, well, this is exciting. I, I love talking I'm about trying that. To make that to put that together. Okay. That sounds awesome. Sounds okay. awesome. All right. All right. There's a lot of so, stuff, a lot of energy. Um, full moon workshop coming up uh, this yep. month on the 28th. It's going to be another uh, using sound, like a sound journey towards abundance. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because the full moon intention, the um, flower moon this month is welcoming abundance. What is it? Is oh, it? Yeah. So we're doing that. Yep. I'm going to use sound to get everybody relaxed to start manifesting. It'll be a great, it's $11 guys and everybody's welcome. And it's just, you know, a really great way to like focus on the moon and be together and do it. it may, sometimes we, you know, we get so busy. We don't have time for any ritual or taking a moment. It's a great way to take a moment and, you know, be with other people to make it happen. So yeah. uh, check out the sisters are in www.thesistersareen.com <laughs> and check it out. Donna usually has like a really great thing you fill out and um, it'll be awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Love you, Don. Oh, I'm going right. to have a blast. We're going to go buy sneakers. Okay. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The sisters are making plans for 2021, and we want you to be the first to know. As a thank you for giving us your email, we have three free gifts for you. Go to our website at www.thesistersarein.com and sign up at the bottom of our homepage to get your downloads. Two meditations with Kathy and a 2021 full moon intentions from Donna and Sophie. Thank you for your support, and the sisters are in. Mm-hmm.